is from government sanskrit college vijayanagaram today i'm just going to deal with uh, something very important that recently nac bangalore has recommended for uh, provisional accreditation for colleges where our honorable uh, us chairperson inaugurated this and uh, as nac suggested and uh, recommended and thought that this is very important uh, to make the institutions get accredited with the nac in the coming uh, days because there is huge uh, number of colleges left over without any accreditation in this connection in this background really nac has worked with lot and come up with a provisional accreditation for nac colleges for colleges this is called as psc its aim main motto of nac is to make accreditation process easy accessible and affordable for non accredited institutions in respect of region that is urban whether it is rural tribal or any hilly area so nac has now come up with provisional accreditation for colleges that is psc in line with nep 2020 this to enhance access equity and inclusiveness in nac assessment and accreditation process we have now brought nac modified manual for accredited colleges which is in line with nep 2020 this is all due to the efforts of nac and its team really kudos to uh, our honorable director sir professor s sharma ji for making all the efforts and his team to make accreditation possible by the set targets of nep 2020 yes accreditation is a quality initiative it is now affordable and uh, the hcs to encash um, the opportunities there is an unified evaluation manual and of course in this recent rf there is a 42% of uh, matrix reduction of data collection where 96 to 50 55 matrix now there is increased clarity in parameters and also uh, there is lot much about the stakeholders and holding also is there is all due to the very innovative and best uh, uh, step by nac uh, director professor sharma ji now if you assess if you observe this uh, the uh, college status as per the aisha report uh, 2019-20 there are about 1043 universities are there and the number of colleges are 42343 so this is a huge number if you compare this number with accredited colleges or accredited uh, institutions of higher education there are uh, as per aisha report there are 42343 colleges but so far only 2288 colleges were accredited based by nac fiber report so if you observe this rf grade declared declared institutions by grade there are only 200 2288 colleges are accredited whereas only 163 universities are accredited so far so for this uh, it is a very huge uh, amount of colleges or universities 
or yet to be created so nag has come up come up with a very innovative um uh, is thought called uh, provisional accreditation of colleges so what the nag has uh, suggested and what they thought is to widen the horizon of accreditation thereby inviting more number of higher education institutions to adapt quality through provisional accreditation the provisional accreditation is granted to colleges in the planning stages of its assessment and accreditation the objectives of the process are to identify the colleges which are eligible to apply for the comprehensive assessment and accreditation by nag to provide feedback to the applicant colleges regarding specific improvements needed for reaching the threshold level of quality to handholds to sensitize and motivate the colleges to come forward for assessment and accreditation process of nag the provisional accreditation approach is more comprehensive and directional the status of the status of institutional accreditation is based on the recommendations of the peer team verification of the peer team visit so in this aspect the colleges who are not accredited are eligible to apply again after a period of 6 uh, months but within one year of date of result of declaration with a processing fee of 10000 rupees plus gst and plus actual logistics fee including the uh, gst peer team visit is recommended the peer team shall comprise of two member teams consisting of one vice chancellor director professor and one principal of the similar type of institution there may be an observer from affiliating university state government nac nominee on the need basis the college should comply with the public disclosure of all documents submitted to nac in the college website in pdf so this is very very important any violation or modification of documents during the assessment shall be viewed seriously again the provisional accreditation of college is similar to graded accreditation for any claim benefits awarded to colleges wherever grade based benefits are not insisted on yes the coming rosa 3.0 is also taking uh, this provisional accreditation of college into consideration uh, whenever uh, there is a funding issues involved the college shall be provisioned with the independent ombudsman for grievance redressing so the evaluative pattern is different from nac here it is very simple and very transparent uh, and the procedure is also very um, very very simple so the the evaluative pattern of qlms that is qualitative uh, matrix and pnms that is quantitative matrix on the three point scale of 0 1 and 2 the score will be taken only three areas that is 0 1 and 2 that means each question is awarded with either 0 or 1 or 2 score based on the inputs therefore a college has to mandatorily secure a minimum score of 15 out of 40 for getting provisional accreditation so getting 15 out of 40 is very very easy particularly the college uh, where the for government college it is very easy uh, all the college uh, if it has got aisha registration They, they can definitely get the score that is uh, 15 that is basic score so that that college can be um, um, considered as a professional accredited with the nac so any college offering regular programs of higher education at undergraduate and above levels are eligible to apply for professional accreditation for colleges that is psc provided such colleges must have completed at least one academic year from student admission to announcement of results that is it has to the student has to enter and exit at least one one year of uh, his 
program the validation of psc will be valid for only 2 years the colleges cannot opt for psc for more than two consecutive times and the provisional accreditation of college shall not be associated to any cycles of accreditation the accreditation fee of um, provisional accreditation of college shall be 10000 plus gst plus actual logistics uh, if the p team is uh, recommended the outcome of a psc uh, that is a provisional accreditation of college shall be in binary in nature that is uh, whether it is provisional accredited or not that means um, if it is this is not accredited it is considered as not accredited if it is accredited it is considered as a provisionally accredited outcome for provisional accreditation is a certificate by nac and evaluated report any college applying for psc should fill and submit the following proforma through online the fee paid for psc may not be refunded by district under any circumstances yeah coming to this basic information proforma this proforma is like this is a simple um, uh, proforma so Uh, basically it asks for the aisha id so aisha id is very important so i request all the colleges to um, uh, get the id after registering your institution and submitting all the required data that is asked by the aisha all india survey higher education yeah i think most of the colleges already submitted this um, maybe february 28th is last date so in this proforma the basic details like institution name date of establishment of the institution whether institution has its own building or not and name of the head of the institution or designation address state or union territory city pin code phone numbers mobile numbers and register mail etc they will ask and uh, location of the college whether it is urban rural semi urban tribal area or hill area has the institution completed one year academic year uh, you have to mention yes or no if it is mention academic year uh, and the type of the college whether it is shift day or night or evening and by gender also they can ask whether it is boys college girls college or co education and by management also they are they will ask whether it is managed private privately managed or aided or aided or any government like this and the status of the college and you need to upload uh, um, these documents to this given portal and uh, the name of the jurisdiction of the college under the university you have to upload the university application certificate the statutory regulator that is sra if applicable upon the documents given by uh, your university and ugc etc and association of indian universities a degree equivalent certificates if applicable and the number of faculty with doctoral degrees not equivalent and number of programs offered to upload the self declaration and list of mandatory committees the management information system that is mis is whether it is in place or not luckily all our colleges are in mis uh, so there is no issue and whether cbcs is implemented across the state uh, we are now implementing uh, whether it is private government or aided or mis and undertaking in the prescribed format on the college letterhead so upload the undertaking prescribed by nac this format is also given supplied by nac So these are uh, these are different. There is a format. Uh, one uh, any institution can submit very easily. And there are two types of questions. One is quantitative, another one is uh, qualitative questions. So at each level, in quantitative questions, there are ten questions are there. Uh, in in qualitative, there is there are again ten questions are there. Each question carries two marks at the maximum. So uh, the total marks uh, for this quantitative as well as qualitative is. only 40 marks so 
the required score uh, from this 40 is only 15 so all our colleges can easily uh, go for this frozen accreditation if it's not accredited or uh, the colleges even the colleges uh, who do not have uh, 2f or 12b status also can go for this um, provisional accreditation of colleges so let us see uh, what are the qualitative questions so the 10 questions available here the again um, as it is suggested that there are only three types of uh, um, scoring so one is zero or other one is one and finally that is it true if uh, you reach uh, the metric wise benchmarks uh, maximum benchmark you can score you can award um, two marks uh, if you are uh, on an average you can award one mark and if you are not reaching this um, uh, minimum criteria you can award zero marks like this we can uh, every institution or every case team can self exercise so self evaluation is very much important so you can also self evaluate your institution regarding these quantitative as well as qualitative questions so coming to this quantitative question number 1 that is percentage of teachers against sanctioned required post or full time teachers uh, it is again if less than 50 is there it is zero you can award zero if um, there is 50 to 75% uh, you can award one if there is more than 75% you can award two so luckily uh, all the government colleges now at this situation they can score Uh, two out of uh, two because uh, in all the college there more than 75% regular faculty are there um, due to this uh, uh, recent scenario so we can easily uh, score um, maximum benchmark here that is two out of two uh, coming to the second point that is student teacher ratio again uh, due to maybe uh, online admissions or due to covid scenario almost all the colleges uh, there is full uh, um, student and teacher ratio that is very um, compatible when we compare to the earlier days if it is um, you know 50 is to 1 or less than 50 is to 1 you can award zero only if there is a 30 is to 1 or 52 50 is to 1 you can award one and there is a less than uh, 30 is to 1 you can award uh, two the benchmark so even in this aspect also we can um, score get um, top benchmark so we can score easily two out of um as um, most of the colleges there is uh, less than 30 is to one student uh, teacher ratio coming to the question number 3 that is percentage of students undertaking project work field work internship dissertation skill based learning yeah again uh, if there is uh, less than 10 um, you can award the zero only if uh, it is 10 to between 10 to 20 you can award one it is more than 20 you can award two benchmarks or two score so most of the colleges again and due to what um, skill initiatives and johan knowledge center and other placement drives uh, even uh, um, our state is the foremost state when um, designing the four year program so we can score maximum here and pass percentage of the students question number 4 again you can score uh, two out of two and number of research papers books book chapters uh, conference proceedings patents published etc again uh, recently all our faculty are doing very well in this uh, area also so for this uh, under this category also you can score maximum score that is good and the student computer ratio most of the colleges have very good number of computers uh, if um, you have more than uh, 30 computers for each student um, uh, one computer for uh, 30 students Uh, you can score maximum that is two this benchmark 
and percentage of classrooms and seminar halls with ICT facility. Yeah, all the colleges, almost all the government colleges, uh, in fact, even private colleges, they have digital uh, classrooms, they have virtual classrooms, computer labs, and uh, most of the learning environment is uh, taking place. Um, so even the innovative learning practices and disruptive technologies are being used by our faculty. So in this also, we can score more, that is two out of two. The internet connection or Wi-Fi facility is available in this institution. Yes, every college has um, uh, different platforms, different network areas. So in this also, we can easily score two out of score, that is top benchmark. And coming to the uh, criteria number nine, that is the number of uh, curricular, co-curricular, extracurricular, cultural, sports programs organized by the institution. Yes, every day. Uh, we are doing a lot of uh, curricular, like, co-curricular, extra-cultural activities, sports and games where every day we are doing and we need to uh, document that and in this also we can score uh, two out of two. And coming to the last metric under this one two questions, that is the number of faculty development programs, professional development programs, administrative training programs, orientations and capacity building programs. Of course, uh, the CC as well as the APSHA and other departments, uh, even the um, every organization uh, that is connected to education department, they are opting, uh, they are offering so many uh, capacity building programs and you know, most of the time the CC um, in association with the different organizations also and they have conducted these capacity building programs so for, um, particularly for the improvement of the faculty skills and capacities um, thereby we can also score maximum uh, two um, points here. So in this, if you observe, any college, uh, any government college, in fact, any um, yeah, some private college also can easily score 20 out of 20 uh, because yeah, in this quantitative metric questions, quantitative questions, there are 10 questions are available. The maximum is, um, uh, for each question, there is maximum, maximum score is 2, but is the low score is 0. So on an average, uh, you can get at least 10. Uh, if the very poorest of the college also can get 10 marks or um, score 10 here and this is about this quantitative metrics coming to the very important area that is the qualitative questions again like the quantitative questions here you find only 10 questions so you need to write um, uh, at least 100 within 100 words whereas in NAC there is general ask for 500 questions for each qualitative question here uh, you can write, you can, it is a, it is like something like a precise writing. So uh, within 100 words to 300 words, you can um, write this uh, under this quality metrics. And for each questions to be written along with the relevant support and documents corresponding to the question. So for every writing, uh, you need to supply the document also as evidence. So if you observe these questions, so first question is uh, how the college assess the learning levels of students after admission and organize special programs to cater the different needs of the students. That is the first question. You need to answer very beautifully and you need to submit the documents as evidence. The, what are the student-centric methods such as experiential learning, course-pedal learning and problem-solving methodologies are used for enhancing learning experiences? The second question. And specify the ICT-enabled tools including online resources for effective teaching and learning process used by teachers. That is the third one. The fourth one is mention the extension activities in the neighborhood community in terms of impact and sensitizing the students to social issues and holistic development. That is fourth one. 
equipment is disrupt the facilities for teaching learning that is classrooms laboratories computing equipment cultural activities yoga games points sports etc and elaborate the library facilities available in the college how college reflects academic and administrative pursuits in line with its vision and mission and how college effectively reflects the leadership in various practices like decentralization and participatory management expand institutional development plans and strategies for achieving a long and short term goals in the college now uh, what are the quality initiatives uh, sustenance and enhancement measures taken by the internal quality assurance system of the college these are the 10 different questions asked in this quality to matrix where you need to write um, uh, within 100 to 300 words and uh, you need to support uh, um, attach the documents wherever necessary wherever required so i would like to um, just uh, uh, explain uh how we can uh, write for each metric that is quality to metric because it is very important many people are asking uh, what should be written in this um, for this question what documents uh, we need to submit for this question like this so uh, i would like to um, at least uh, uh, detail uh, some of this uh, quality to questions and if you come to this uh, question number 1 that is how the colleges assess the learning levels of the students after admission and organize special programs to cater the differential needs of the students so this is very very important and uh, pertinent question as far as the um, students are considered and their learning, learning levels are considered so yeah naturally we are doing after the admission and the first activity we are doing is dekshaaram that is student induction program you have to submit that document because most of the colleges almost all the colleges are organizing dekshaaram uh, that is student induction program and uh, most of the colleges um, uh, they usually conduct this um, advanced learners programs uh, the remedial coaching for school learners and uh, there are special measures um, uh, to support the students uh, particularly the, the uh, student support um, service also uh, you can write here so this is the first question you can um, neatly answer this questions um, uh, uh, and you can submit their evidences also Uh, like this uh, you can also take the pro forma available in this nac dv uh, manual uh, for example here for uh, learning uh, average percentage of students benefited by guidance for computer examinations and career counseling offered by institutions during the last five years in in nac they will ask for five years whereas here you, you can submit as document only for this one year that is current year Uh, um, you can mention that name of the activity um, you can mention the number of students you can sub- support this um, uh, list of the students also uh, whether any placements are taken or whether any companies uh, have invited and uh, such uh, documents you can you need to submit come to the question number 2 under this quality to questions the question number 2 is like this uh, what are student centric methods such as experiential learning participatory learning and problem solving methodologies are used for enhancing learning experience yes we are, we are all doing that only thing is you have to document you have to write very beautifully here um, uh, some of the holistic development of student on cognitive as well as conceptual parameters by use of technology and innovation uh, like this you can uh, submit and you can write uh, there is a creative thinking creativity and diversity uh, the implementation of vocational education uh, etc um because uh, most of the colleges are now doing uh, project works and uh, they are sending their students to internships and of course apprenticeships like this uh, under this new education policy also you can mention uh, because uh, there is a you know, vocationalization of higher education also is very important where you have to uh, correlate uh, some of the um, especially the some 
courses like uh, adam courses certificate courses diploma courses uh, which can relate to which can um, lead to this uh, skill enhancement like this and some uh, courses like embedded courses are there available easily available some of the colleges at amas college are doing of course and there is uh, because uh, even though the college going for professional accreditation they are doing all these activities uh, across the state because uh, due to thanks to the cc uh, they are training all the colleges they are taking information they are day to day they are giving suggestions to conduct all these programs hence all the colleges are doing this and we can score a uh, very good score here so you can take the performa like the capacity building and skill enhancement initiatives by taken by the institution including the soft skills language and communication skills life skills like yoga physical fitness health hygiene and ict and computing skills also again um, um, submit document and list of students uh, who are participating in this different um, uh, skill areas like life skills or soft skills etc um, as a document and not only that uh, there are different trends new trends under this new vision and new education policy this is also called as education 4.0 that is anytime anywhere is there is a deployment of swim platform um, and the moocs uh, student participation in curriculum design blended learning and that is a uh, 60s to 40 that is uh, online and offline and personal learning and um bring your own device project based learning hands on training data interpretation logical interpretation pedagogy evaluation through application knowledge swayam prabha independent learning and teachers as digital teachers and yeah under new education policy and recent budget also honorable finance minister stressed upon this uh, digital teachers and digital university so most of our teachers are now becoming digital teachers and the third question is quality to question that is specify the ict enabled tools including online resources for effective teaching and learning process used by teachers so there are different uh, apps are also available <coughs> voice of america for english teaching eflu uh that is english pro you know spoken tutorial app is there <laughs> cc lms is there ampetel is there and of course uh, cc consortium of education uh, communications there and swayam prabha is there <laughs> all these uh, can be uh, used by district teacher and district student you can mention all this and you can document this and coming to this question number 4 that is uh, under this quality to metric the mention the extension activities uh, in the neighborhood community in terms of impact and sensitizing the students to social issues and holistic development yeah in fact we are all doing uh, very nicely all these activities you can showcase this and you can document within 100 to uh, 300 words you can also <coughs> submit this in uh, geo target photos uh, only the basic uh, differences we need to Uh, um, explain this in a structured way that is uh, as per NAC uh, there is a steps for extension activities that is stage one is assessing community needs and resources stage two is sharing information about the HAS program with the community stage three is involving the community members in the HAS extension efforts and stage four and uh, shaping the uh, community engagement uh, through conflict resolution etc 
kind of stage there is dissemination of information to this um, maybe local um, communities local bodies or district administration like this so if you do all these things yeah most of the colleges are doing but many times there is not documenting and they are not submitting this information to district administration or local administration at least um, nowadays uh, if you take this inspiration uh, in every village there is a village secretary at least you have to um, when you are adopting a community uh, when you are adopting a village Yeah, when you have some connected a survey or you have done something work, some work, uh, you can disseminate this information to these local bodies or district bodies also. Uh, if you um, listen to today's uh, honorable Prime Minister's uh, Monkey Bath program, he specifically mentioned one NSS activity where. and the students transform the railway stations by painting so like this these activities can be appreciated by our officials uh, can be appreciated by um, higher authorities also because you are after all you are with your activity you are transforming your society your community etc so that is what nac is expecting from education institutions and coming to the quality to question that number 5 that is describe the facilities for teaching learning that is classrooms laboratories computing equipment cultural activities yoga games and sports etc yeah we are doing very much um, most of the colleges are well equipped with this all these resources you have to document and you have to um, geotag the photos and submit to this uh, nac team and when, uh, when they are coming visiting to your institution so average number of sports and cultural activities events in which students of the institution participated for the last one year you need to submit coming to the question number 6 that is uh, elaborate on the library facilities available in the college yes most of our college have beautiful library and we have enlist um, registered and we uh, registered and cabinet and most of our colleges are having digital library also our honorable singer also promoting the digital libraries in every village secretariat so definitely we are fortunate that we can access uh, all this due to wifi um, uh, high internet speed uh, and uh, uh, there is another app is called as ndla i think most of our teachers um, they have sensitized students to install download this uh, ndla app because uh, there is uh, almost seven plus resources are available in the, um, in this this called as a, a, a library in your pocket Um, PDF, PDF form, YouTube's, and there are movies, and there are um, books, uh, journals, everything. So it's a very beautiful app. Uh, so library facility, you have to um, beautifully document, and uh, you have to showcase this to get full, um, full score here. Coming to question number seven, that is how college reflects academic and administrative pursuits in line with its mission, vision, and mission. So uh, every time you need to. Uh, align with this your original um, um, vision and original mission, so that uh, there are some steps available for this. Uh, that is uh, implementation of e-governance in areas of operational administration. Uh, when it comes to finance and accounts, that is um, fundraising and student education support and examination. So there, there must be decentralization of companies. There, there must be uh, transparency. And uh, thanks to online education, so there is a lot of transparency available, and we have MIS. So you have to uh, club all these things when you are writing, uh, answering this question number uh, seven. And coming to the question number eight, that is how college effectively reflects leadership in various practices like decentralization and participatory management. Yes, almost all the colleges we have different uh, decentralization mechanisms. There is different committees like CPDC committees there, alumni committees there, and finance committees there. 
and so so many statutory and non statutory committees are available you have to showcase all this um, so that through this committees uh, there is a transparency and there is decentralization and there is a participatory management even the students are participated uh, in um, some aspects of academic as well as non academics and of course uh, the curricular as well as extracurricular activities so each college each institution has to showcase this document uh, right in 100 words 100 200 words uh, how uh, your leadership is taking uh, all the stakeholders uh, into this management um, coming to question number 9 that is explain institutional development plans this is very very important and recently we have a beautiful and comprehensive institutional development plan and that strategizes for achieving long and short term goals in this college yeah institutional development plan generally talks about uh, long and short term goals and uh, like this uh, there is a, a there is a template uh, for this uh, institutional development plans and you is also ask uh, feedback and suggestions from uh, all the teachers all the hcs across india um, um, of course it is uh, closed by 11th february maybe i thought i think that most of our principals and academicians also uh, submitted their feedback so actually institution development plan plan is like this it is actually a strategic perspective plan it, it will have a vision and mission objectives of institution development plan the need assessment based on wide consultations trying by goals priorities and commitments and you need to quantify institutions goals using indicators using time bound targets and identify gaps in capacities of both human and financial and take steps to bridge the gaps and design annual development plans and idp shall be prepared for five years uh, it can be considered as a living document so this is very very important uh, aspect and important questions uh, where you need to uh, develop a very unit to um document this um, for a short term as well as a long term there is a institutional and coming to the last question that is what are the quality initiatives sustenance and enhancement measures taken by the internal quality assurance system of the colleges iks is the heart and soul for any college or any institution so here the iks people has to plan has to document has to act and has to there is a pdca cycle is there so we have to implement all these things Uh, here, um, the, uh, the, for activities of IPSA, there is a performance also available. That is a project planning, uh, uh, literature review, establishment of uh, key quality indicators and feedback mechanism. This is as uh, a phase one. Phase one is a planning part and a preparation part, and phase two is data collection and analysis part. This is a PDCA cycle actually, uh, as suggested by Deming, uh, Professor Deming, is an educationist. Uh, here, you need to. uh plan a project um, like uh, understanding the definition of an institution understanding the vision uh, writing the vision and understanding the mission the goals and objectives and developing the institution quality manual and quality policy and trace and record institution milestones and allot roles and responsibilities to the core team there is the responsible the iqc um uh, where you have to assign different roles and responsibilities so this is everything is called as a project planning it is a first part and in this first part again there is a literature review so you have to understand the external quality assurance process of the relevant agencies by studying elaborately extensively of uh, other uh, sars and there is a knowledge and public resource uh, published resource available and existing laws and regulations you need to follow regularly so this is a literature review and you need to establish uh, uh, key quality indicators and feedback mechanisms that is very very important Uh, you need to 
uh, fill the institutional gaps and you need to conduct the SWOT analysis. Uh, you have to um, take the feedback uh, from the questionnaire process and analysis. And finally, you have to analyze that where the weaknesses and where the strengths and where the challenges are available. You need to gap all these things. So this is a um, IPC very play should play a very important role. And the part two, that is phase two, is data collection analysis. The data collection, you have to prepare questionnaires, you have to record observations, you have to collect databases, and finally data analysis, the metric-wise analysis, institutional gap analysis, SPOC analysis, and perspective strategic plan. So this is the main role uh, depends on the IKC team. Uh, like this, uh, you need to uh, go. Uh, for uh, preparation of the document under BSc. So finally, there is a vocation of higher education as per new education policy because um, uh, new education policy, it is a document uh, released in 2020 and it is, we are in 2022. So naturally the NAC team is asking for looking for this, that is practice-based, we need to have practice-based curriculum, curriculum gap analysis, open and distance learning mode, that is blended learning and exposure to vocational education and uh, um, knowledge developed in India to be made accessible to students and skill framework you have to uh, design courses as per NSPF uh, framework and you need to uh, develop vocational craft also that is internships, apprenticeships, opportunity for the students to, um, to have internships at NSC level. So all these you need to uh, <clears throat> work out uh, under this qualitative matrix and uh, finally you need to have a look uh, you have to go for a uh, self-evaluation before submitting to this PSA. Uh, that is you can assign this question so you can assign the scores from 0 to 2. Um, here uh, I can say that most of the colleagues they are scoring 2. Um, only um, maybe elaborate on the library facilities available in the college uh, that is one exception. Maybe some colleges uh, do not have a wonderful and um, digital library. And uh, some colleges uh, need to design, develop IDP. Uh, except these two, I gave uh, almost, uh, I have self-evaluated, um, taking my college into consideration. Except these two, I have given uh, two because my, my college is very small college, but even my colleagues uh, have all these things uh, so that you know, we can um, get better accreditation, uh, uh, definitely we can be accredited with this PSA. Uh, I think it, uh, this will be very useful for the colleges who are not accredited so far, or very fresh colleges, um, uh, fresh um, going colleges. Um, it's really an opportunity um, given by this NAC. Um, uh, once again, thank I thank NAC um, and director sir and um, the NAC people um, for having this uh, to a very committed uh, team. Uh, to have this um, because um, in the coming year um, uh, when the funding is uh, whether it is US funding or ROSA 3.0 funding definitely uh, whether they look for whether it is accredited or not accredited whether it is that is PS is uh, one or two one is accredited and another one is non-accredited like this definitely we can all the college must be accredited with this very easily that is not accredited college this is about uh, PSE. Um, thank you for giving this opportunity. Uh, I hope this will be very useful for the non-directed colleagues or uh, freshly going into college. Thank you very much.